Hey podcast, uh, in Brazil for the APB Tour, it's a Quatiar Pro. A couple of days in, we've had the trials. We have uh, had a nice little social project today with a few local kids, teaching them how to boogie. Everyone was loving it. And I took a second to sit down with Tristan Roberts on a beautiful rock overlooking the competition and record this special podcast episode. Enjoy. And there are a few complimentary video parts that I've uploaded to the YouTube, the Laboogie YouTube channel, which you can also check out a few snippets from the interviews um, with a bit of that um, beautiful backdrop to uh, give your eyes a treat. So... Enjoy this episode of the podcast. It's pretty cool. So welcome to the La Boogie podcast. We've got a little video element this time. And Tristan Roberts is the first to enjoy this experience of a video podcast as well as an audio podcast. Yes. Thanks for sitting down with me, bro. No, it's lacquer to catch up here in uh, Isigurachara. It's a yeah. beautiful place. Very hot today, but... Um, it is hot. Some waves for the trials. Yeah, it's looking good. It's better than I thought it would be. Um, when did you get in? Uh, I got in two days ago um, on the 8th. Uh, flew out pretty... Would have liked to have left a bit earlier, but kind of pushed for time back home. We mm. did a little Indo trip. Mm about three weeks with the Pride Bodyboards crew and mm. only had about 10 days at home so just try to make the most of it. I got pretty done by a sea urchin when I was in India. Oh really? Yeah, like in my shin. Aha. Uh-huh. And it damaged some nerve as well. So, oh really? Yeah, so I had a lot of physio back home trying to, trying where, to get that Where did better. it get you? Just like all over my shin. Yeah, there, I can see a couple of little, yeah, that little scars these. there. But yeah, the, wow. move, the movement in the foot, like paddling was really really sore yeah right so I just had to get a couple of needles put into the nerve and try so you hit some nerves with the with yeah the yeah, yeah and they don't just come out easily do they like they just sit there yeah the locals um like we're kind of freaking out because it, re- it was pretty bad like yeah, right. when I looked at my leg like I asked Louis Finnegan to um in the water I was like oh man I just kicked the sea urchin you think you can pull it out and like pull my leg up and his face just went white and oh. he's like man I'm not comfortable doing this so he had to carry me pretty far like to um Crazy. The locals at the restaurant, and they sort of sorted out with their wow. special coral mixture that they what find that? in the ocean. What's I don't know. It's then? sort of some coral that they find that they crush up and make into like a paste. Oh, really? Yeah, and it sort of just goes super hard on your on your skin, and yeah, right. Apparently, that's meant to withdraw the urchins. And okay, just, so it sucks it back out. Yeah, so you're just, not like physically trying to pick it out. Yeah, and just kill all sort of interesting. You know, issues that might occur so uh-huh sick i was i was frothing because i mean there were a lot of foreigners there and they were just all looking at me like oh man you need to go to hospital like and i was yeah. just like let me just speak to a local like yeah he'll know because there was one boss local guy there that was just barking orders and just yeah, right. he was just telling everyone to relax and that's yeah, right. sweet that's right and so that trip was uh this I, I you're probably not allowed to give away too much yet on this but like this was a pride trip yeah. I think celebrating 20 years of the company. Yeah, exactly. Um, we just we did a couple of fun projects over there, like mm. shaped some different boards. Yeah, and we, you went to the factory, huh? Yeah, we did some board testing. The factory is incredible, man. Yeah, like, let's talk about that for a second. That like, is... what was it like to? Was that your first time really seeing that the big yeah, manufacturing yeah. of bodyboards? And I was like, I always had a picture in my mind, like it's it's big, you know. But when I got there and I saw, it was like, man, it was massive. They had yeah. like 
78 employees working there that like yeah, right. all these you know Indonesians just have their task like yeah. a very task specific and yeah. they just do their thing and then they right. just pass the board on to the next yeah, guy yeah, yeah. and he does his thing so it's like a precision like, production line crazy and that's yeah. all they know they don't yeah. know the next steps they just know their step and yeah, that's right. all they do precisely and then they just swing it by to the next guy so how detailed crazy. how detailed was that step along the way was it like oh. one one person doing rails yeah yeah well not even like the whole rail you know yeah, like right. it, it was incredible man like yeah, shout out to Dan Sivers, like he was showing us around and just, man, it was incredible. I was, That's cool. I was mind blown, sort of just really gobsmacked cool. by how many boards there are there. Yeah, it's yeah. It's incredible. But this is, and this is the factory, so many boards are made in this one factory, yeah, right? Yeah. Like it's... Most, most companies will shape, shape all their boards there and yeah. get manufactured there, so yeah. there were a lot of boards there, man. Like pretty much every company you can yeah. think of is, yeah. you know, standing there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just... Apart from found bodyboards. <laughs> They're made somewhere else. <laughs> and Nomad, I think. I don't think Nomad's made there either. But apart okay. from that, everything else is. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, so did you get a chance to shape some boards, you said? Or did you get uh, we more just, involved? We, we, we sort of just um, gave, gave the ideas to Dan before we got there. And we were just there while he was shaping the ideas. And yeah. putting it all together. And I mean, it's, it's way too precise for us to, yeah, to yeah, try yeah. and do it ourselves. I mean, those guys have years of experience. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we were just watching everything go down and acting the fool. And yeah, sure. Yeah, just went out to test them afterwards. With your boards that you ride, though, do you have custom boards? Or do you... And, and how detailed do you get in those custom boards? Yeah, I think, I think I'm a bit young to be super detailed into custom boards. It's yeah. more like the more experienced riders that have been on tour for very long that... You know, they notice the slightest of differences. Yeah. Um, I've, I've ridden a whole bunch of stock boards in my life and um, yeah, I've, I don't really see see much of a difference. The only thing I, I, I do change is sometimes I ride double stringer, sometimes single stringer. Look at this thing. Sorry, I had to just interrupt there. <laughs> Why are they sitting all the way down there? Oh, who knows? They must know something we don't. What the hell's going on? You can <laughs> see this too, right? Um, yeah, so you've just been mixing it up with the string assistance yeah, and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. And Less the specifications of shape. Exactly, yeah. yeah. I've, I've just had one shape that I've sort of just played around with, modified it very little, and yeah, you know, that's, that's my go-to. I think I'm the same. I don't really know. I remember once when I was really young, I got a chance to look inside the... Like, I was sponsored by Manta, yeah. and they had a huge factory in Australia at the time, like, probably, like, the size you probably saw in Indonesia. Yeah. And I, um... I got involved a couple of times and was given a bit of freedom to, like, not to literally hand shape, but to be there and talk about what I wanted. And, yeah. And, I mean, to be honest, what I ended up coming up with just sucked. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, like you know, like, my ideas didn't work when I yeah. put them in the water. No, exactly. I, I think even, like, with these concept boards, like, yeah. when we tried them, we were like, this was, you know, Yeah, joke. exactly. And exactly. look at them and, like, just like it looks funny yeah um, some of them actually worked a little I reckon some of them you couldn't even tell the difference between the yeah like the, the a normal bodyboard and the exactly. concept board so exactly I mean it, it, it is what it is I think the guys that have played around with shapes have come to something that's yeah difficult to beat you know I think some guys yeah I think I know that Ben Player is one guy that's really dialed in with yeah. his shape and I know that Mike is also super dialed in and Mitch Yeah, I know Moz too. Moz, Moz as well, yeah. you know. They get real detailed on it, but... Um, yeah. yeah. Look, these guys, I don't know what they're doing, actually. Look at these. These are <laughs> nice waves. How many times have you come to Itacoatiara now? 
Man, I think this is my fourth time. Yeah, right. Yeah, so. How does it rate for you as far uh, as part of the tour? Yeah, it's definitely one of my favorite places to visit. Yeah. Um, the beach, I serve a lot of beach breaks at home too, so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel comfortable coming here, and I mean, this place is just so beautiful, man. It's incredible to visit, and uh, yeah, it's just cool vibe, good acai. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, the weather's pretty much always been good when I come here. It's yeah. just like, full feel like you're on holiday and then you realize you still have a comp to ride. Exactly, you know? yeah. It's um, it's a really interesting place. I mean, I this is my second time here and I I skipped last year. I, I think I, I don't really know why I did, but that's when it really pumped. Because <laughs> of the year before, that was pretty bad. It was pretty bad, like, yeah. And I was in the trials yeah. that year and I was kind of like, I kind of hated it because I got knocked out a little bit. So I had like a bit of a negative experience on that front. But yeah. But really, like, it's so nice to be back here and I'm ha definitely happy that I'm not in the trials this time. But, yeah, like, yeah. it's uh, it's looking good. I think we're all a bit worried that the swell wasn't going to turn up, but I think we're going to be okay. Like, if this yeah. is kind of exactly, how it ends yeah. up being, I think yeah. that's all right, isn't it? For sure. We've definitely yeah. got, I mean, man, this morning there's some really good waves. It was like, good, huh? If there weren't those surfers trying to be dominant out yeah, there. Yeah, they were, huh? <laughs> oh, that was Just interesting. Locals taking over, I think. Yeah. We've definitely got some fun waves and yeah. everyone would have been smiling ear to ear, but... Exactly. You know, I mean, that in man on man should be smiling. Yeah, it should be good. So happy. And you're, you're pretty happy probably with this situation because it's predominantly right-handers. Would you say that yeah. that's your kind of yeah. best direction for competition? Yeah, for sure. I think um, I've just always been comfortable riding rights where I grow up. It's mostly yeah. just right-handers. Yeah. Um, but I have acknowledged that I need to work on my lefts and I've been yeah. doing that really hard. There's some left wedges I've been riding. Indo is really good for me. Yeah. And um, yeah, I've just been chasing the swell to this left wedge like five hours from home yeah. whenever I can. Yeah. Because, I mean, I, I have have the freedom to do that so yeah if there's a swell like in, it's mostly just winter that there's waves there okay so um we had the first two pulses now before i okay, came cool. so i think there'll be yeah i mean i'm i'm really keen to learn about it like yeah. just keep just keep building on it because it feels so new you know what i mean like doing yeah. something really technical on a left is yeah. just reignites the stoke you know yeah. it's like more so you're learning it again yeah just well no, i wouldn't say learning it but the consistency is not close to you know how yeah. I am on a right hander. So yeah, yeah, yeah. to be able to do it repetitively at like a left wedge and yeah. try work on that consistency is, yeah. feels good, man. It's, feels you, like you're actually making progress. Yeah. You, know? you get to a point, I think, on on bodyboarding where you're like, okay, what do I need to do now to um to improve? Yeah. You know, and I think if you acknowledge something, it feels good once you start building yeah, on that. Totally. Do you think a lot of guys do that though? Because I think I've noticed a lot of guys actually just seem to stick. To what they know yeah uh, well i think it's pretty difficult because I, I think the way i've always served contests is the way i free surf yeah. so to me i'm just gonna do whatever the wave allows me to do you know so yeah. it's not i'm not really thinking really um strategically for heats yeah and i think that's what works best for me some guys yeah. might have to be more strategic other yeah. guys just have to be more free and just do what feels good you know yeah, and yeah. so i think yeah man but that practice, like, I think, I guess what I was getting at is that, that kind of focused practice on your weaknesses yeah. is actually like a really hard thing to do in your spare time because bodyboarding is fun. Yeah, exactly. And, no, and, it's, and it's more like a chore then, you yeah. know, you really have to, but I think like just the reward of getting it right is yeah. that stoke, that, like you reignite that stoke and it's just like, that's your reward, you yeah, know, and yeah. that's what, 
makes you feel good and come out with a smile on your face, you know? Yeah, like exactly. you're actually moving somewhere in the right direction. Yeah. And it's just something like I would hate to avoid. Yeah. I'd hate, I'd hate to just rely on my right-handers, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, I think over the last two years, going left has helped me a lot in events. Yeah. You know? and, there were moments where there were no rights and yeah, I had to yeah, make yeah. eats going left. Yeah, so exactly. To be comfortable going that way is Well, you wanted something. to Vegasta last year. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. That was, that's left. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I mean, it, it, is, it is there. It's just I don't feel nearly as technical as on a right. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Like, I know, I know exactly what I need to do going left, but, you know, it's maybe not as consistent as yeah. it would be going right. So. No, that's cool. Yeah. So, before we, because that was a nice segue into the home zones, but, like, what I wouldn't mind finding out, like, how are you feeling? Like, because you've been really busy this year. Like, you, yeah. you've had, you've had like obviously some good sessions back home, but you did take a quick trip to France. Yeah, I did. A, I did a trip to Europe for yeah. like more than a month. Um, oh, I were you did, there more than a month? Yeah, yeah. I wow, did. Fr I did France for a week, and yeah. we, we filmed the clip in a week, and then I spent most of my other time in Portugal. Ah, uh, yeah, cool. Um, I got some really good footage there too, which I'm going to hang on to and make a clip towards the end of the year, I think throughout right. the year. Just, I was wondering because I haven't seen anything from Yeah, before. and also um, Piers, Piers bringing out a movie which has used quite a, like some of my footage for that. And, yeah, um, cool. Yeah, so I think his movie is going to be real exciting, which yeah. I'm excited to watch. But uh, yeah, I think towards the end of the year, I'm just gathering footage throughout the year, all the stops and yep. make something at the end. And, cool. You know, I, I haven't really done a project where I film for longer than a few weeks because yeah. normally back home it's just quick sessions kind of quick, or quick clips. a week session or whatever yeah, you know sure. um, so yeah that's sort of my my goal for the year is just to gather footage around and yeah. just make something as i'm going along okay yeah so are you feeling um so you had that that european trip and we'll see more about that yeah towards the end of the year but you did already release that chemtrails um video clip which was really cool yeah in france yeah, yeah. you look like you got some good waves at Osgore there or yeah or hard work hard work you know i mean you don't see the hours i was putting in trying to battle <laughs> the closeouts and yeah. find the ramps in between that and i think people don't realize how close out that yeah. place can actually and it was be. i mean man it was it was really cold in the morning yeah, yeah. like waking up and like the windshield of the car is like frozen yeah. like you you know, your wetsuit's just always wet and cold and yeah. just like... So, I mean, it was tough. It was tough. We yeah. did... I surfed a lot in a week. You yeah, know, yeah, every yeah. day, like maybe six hours a day, like trying to, you know, piece it together. So, yeah, yeah it no, was, it was cool. a tough trip, hard working, but I mean, we were happy with how it turned out and it was yeah. a sick experience, you know. Yeah, and that's where um, Pride is based around Yeah, exactly. Too, right? yeah. So you're hanging out with those guys. Yeah, visit the office and cool. I might I might head back there this year again when, when we go to Europe for Portugal and yeah. do some things there again. So how how has all this helped in your lead up to this event? Because this is your you didn't go to pipeline for that pipe comp. Yeah. You? No, so what I did well during that pipe um, series I just decided to go to Europe, you know, and just yeah. at the same time I was in Europe. I was kind of planning to go to Fronton, you know, like yeah. go to Canaries, but the waves are just so good in Portugal that I was like, there's no need for me to go anywhere. Yeah, exactly. Um, I was surfing Nazare like really good, like by myself some That's days, sick. and it was like, you know, so, I mean, all the guys were just busy or had something to do, and I was yeah. like, well, I'm not going anywhere, you know, I'll just stay around here and get yeah, some exactly. waves. Exactly. Um, so yeah, it was, I mean, it was a sick trip. I felt really good coming out of Europe. Um, yeah. It was the most I'd surfed. I think I was there for like, 
30 odd days and there must have been like two days that I didn't surf. Yeah. So it was like every day almost I was in the water surfing. So, Sweet. you know, after that many hours you can only feel good. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. so do you feel, how are you feeling coming into this event then? Like are you feeling really well prepared? Yeah, and, and really excited. I think yeah. it's, it's maybe like one of the, the years where I've really just, I'm just excited to compete again. I'm just, okay. Normally, I've been, I think I've been a bit too serious and trying to chase goals. Okay. Where this year, I'm just like excited to compete and just enjoy it, you know. I just, I just want to, I know I've done all the work. So, okay. I've done everything I can do and yep. I just want to be out there and hopefully put on a show for some people. Cool. Okay, so no goals, just yeah. surf every heat as it comes. Exactly. And see and what just, yeah, just surf like I free surf. That's, yeah. that's, that's what I'm going for. Cool, cool. Well, let's 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 segue back to the home zones then, because like I mean, I think a lot of people. I don't know if a lot of people internationally who might listen to this know exactly where home is for you. Like, yeah. where exactly are you? So, so you I know, live, where did you grow up in yeah, South Africa. So I was born in Cape Town. Yep. Um, and then I moved to a town called Hermanus. Okay. Which is about an hour and a half towards the east coast. Okay. From from there. Um, Real small town. Like yeah. there's a there's a bunch of really good bodyboarders when I was growing up. A, yeah. lo a lot of guys that I reckon should have been on tour uh -huh. and just just never even exposed to the South African contest scene. You know, oh, they just right. they just didn't have interest in competing and so just proper local legends. Yeah, that, just ripped yeah. and like they were the ones that pushed me and initiated me and you know put me in my place. And, <laughs> um, so so I mean that growing up around that was incredible, man. Like I had really good riders to just surf with no one no one taught me what i was doing but just watching them do what they do was cool. enough of a lesson you know who are some of these people what are their names so that we can yeah. kind of like so give like, them credit i know i know one of the guys i saw recently again which really put a smile on my face was vanna Otto. Um, i remember watching him and he just had like perfect backflips man like right. just really good and um yeah just so stylish and mark webster he was he was, I mean, the age gap between Mark and I was a bit closer. I'm pretty sure he's around 26 now. Okay. So when I was growing up, he was the South African junior champ. Like he was, okay. he was the man to beat, you know? Okay. Um, yeah, and I just think guys just get trapped there and it's, it's, it's kind of sad. I think, I think they're just too comfortable. Um, right. Just get caught up in the party scene and okay enjoying. in the local yeah, in the local just, place. Just, just don't want to even leave, you know. Just no, don't want to chase waves anywhere else but in Amarna. Interesting. And, and are within, there some really good waves there though? Some really good waves there. It's just not that consistent. Like uh -huh. it, it used. I feel like when I was in school, I always felt like I was missing out because it seemed so consistent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, now that I've matriculated and like actually been there every day, it just yeah. seems like it's not as consistent, which okay, is rather okay. annoying. But you know, when it turns on, it's it's really good, man. And, okay. And I think the reason I still live there is just because it's never crowded. Yeah, well, that helps. I'm just like, some days I'm there alone and it's just like, mm. I'll have someone filming or some of the boys watching and just like chilling and it's crazy. I get yeah. really good waves alone and it's, I don't think you find that that's right. Very often, you know, around the world, so. Nah, you don't. And you even don't. like, it's it's just a swell magnet. Like uh -huh. the beach break, even if it's not good, there's something to surf every day. Yeah. Like, I could walk down and surf if I wanted to every right. single day. And I think it's it's good to have that option around, you know? Yeah. Um, How many people live there? It's actually just being classified as a city. So oh, okay. I'm, I'm not too sure exactly on the numbers. Okay. It's quite, it's quite, I mean, the. I live in Onris, which is a suburb within Amarnas. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's, it, the town just seems tiny, man. It's just like there's nothing there. 
It's they're starting to build on. It's quite a big holiday destination now. Okay. It's like one of the greatest places to do whale watching in South Africa. Oh, okay. So tourist attraction's pretty big. Okay. And, yeah, my brother actually films on the whale whale boats and okay, does, he sweet. works in that line, so Okay. Yeah, I mean it's it's a beautiful place, man, and I don't see myself leaving anytime soon. It's, nah, it's not. It's well, it's like financially living there is really cheap for me. Yeah. Um, and it's just yeah, it's it's pretty easy to travel out of now. Yeah. Um, because of my living expenses being so little. Yeah. And yeah, it's good. I'm loving it. How did the in this place then? Like, how what was your introduction to bodyboarding? Like, how did you actually get to know it? Yeah, so when when I moved there, I was about six years old. We had yeah. a holiday house that we were constantly going to every weekend from Cape Town. And yeah. Being around the ocean, my brother got into it, and yeah. obviously all those boys were into it. And then when I was around seven years old, my brother just started dragging me with to the beach and cool. putting me on a bodyboard, and I was just playing around in the front and yeah. I, I think it was really difficult for me to focus on one thing because I really love sports in general yeah, yeah, and yeah. Um, through school I just played every sport I could. I yeah. just really enjoyed sport and it was tough to decide like which one I want to commit all my time to. Sure. So when I was around like 12 years old I stopped bodyboarding for like a year uh -huh. and I, I was doing like enduro racing on motorbikes. Wow. And I was really big into rugby and just like sort of just lost interest in bodyboarding interesting i think it was just because i was i maybe taking it a bit serious and it just yeah. burnt me out like i was At just 12 yeah i was wow. just man for, for like five years there was nothing to do and i was just bodyboarding and all the boys were there and it was just like the localism was really hard oh wow so to go down there and get initiated all the time was like maybe a little discouraging. I need to pick up on this. Like, what are these initiations like? What did you suffer? Yeah, man. So I got it really easily because of my dedication to the sport. Like, yeah. they, they sort of looked after me and okay. sort of, you know, helped me go to where I want to be. But, yeah. man, I saw some brutal things. And, like, in summer, it's one of the, like, busiest times there. It's like the beach is just packed. It's, it's not, yeah. you don't see sand. Okay. And they'll strip the groms down and rats tell <laughs> them, like, you know, What's a rat's tail? What's like that? where you hit someone with a towel. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So they'll stand there, get rat's tail by each Dude. guy. Yeah, each guy, like there's maybe like 20 guys there. Shit. So they just walk past the line, get smashed. Right. And then um, he'll, they'll choose someone on the beach, like one of the girls on the other side of the beach and then have to run naked and get a flower and then <laughs> go there and do like a dance for them or oh sing for them. And give them Anyone a flower. ever get arrested? Yeah, all the time. Okay, it's okay. Like, it's almost like you were almost guaranteed to get arrested. Okay, I was going to say, because it sounds but, arrestable. But because everyone was under 18, the cops wouldn't do anything. They'd just okay. take you home, you Jeez. know? So it was like, they were really clever about it. They were like, if you mention who made you do this, don't come back here. Wow. And they were also just like, you're under 18, so you're going to get taken to your house. Like, there's no need to even worry. So, so it was a very Guys would just get into the van smiling, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, we're going home. Sweet, you know? Wow. Um, so yeah, that was just one of the things, and then just like, man, just crom abuse, like, yeah. you know, guys get bored. Yeah. You walk down to the beach, you see there's no waves, it's a nice day, and there's like 30 guys there, you turn around, you yeah, go, exactly. you know, you're like, these boys are here to cause trouble. I got a buddy who had a rule he created that if there's more than six guys doing anything together, it's definitely a bad thing. Yeah, fully. There's no, you don't want to be involved in Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I, I have like, utmost respect for these guys, you know, yeah, like, yeah. they, man, <laughs> They did some crazy shit, but at the same time, like I, I've maybe even learned from their negatives, which inspired me to, sure. you know, keep doing what I'm doing. And they really, I think they've really put their faith in me to be the one to 
to do bodyboarding as a career, you know. Yeah, so sure. they're really inspiring and push me to do what I'm doing. And when I'm home riding with them, it's always a good time and they're yeah. excited to be riding around me, which then yeah. just inspires me more, you know. Yeah, that's cool. That's so cool. It's, a, it's a good group of guys, man, even though they're naughty as hell sometimes. <laughs> You know, it is what it is, and it's a good laugh at the end of the day. Well, you seem to be, as much as I've known you now for a couple of years, you know, hanging out, like, you seem to be a guy that does have a strong moral uh, compass. Yeah, yeah. So I, I imagine if these guys are good, yeah, then no, they're good. Yeah, they, they yeah. yeah you're they, not going to say that without meaning it. No, nah, they, they drilled us into, like, you know, having respect for your for your elders, because yeah. if you didn't, yeah. you were paying the consequences, <laughs> you know? It wasn't like you even had a choice. It was yeah. just, you say yes to whatever they tell you to do. That's and, heavy. And that's what you do, and I think... I mean, have you stepped into that role No, since, no, though? it's just died, eh? It's yeah. just like, and it's, I almost just see it in generations, like, they just become softer, and just, yeah. like, you know, I mean, back then there was no, like, you weren't calling mom or dad, you know? Because no, no, if they no. came down there, like, if dad came down there and tried to fix things, he was probably going to get beat up, you know? Yeah. Like, so, I mean, dad was staying far away and that it was, was just, heavy. it was like, you know, it is what it is. It was just, and at, at the end of the day, I think most parents realize like, they are doing the punishment for them. You know? Yeah, the Parents yeah, don't have to do out. anything. Yeah, I they mean, The kids know it. what it feels like to get their ass whipped, whipped and, you know, <laughs> they're going to do everything to avoid that. Yeah. So I think in that sense, it really disciplined the So youth the parents were pretty happy about it. Yeah, I mean, some were, some <laughs> weren't, but it, there wasn't much you could do about it, you know. You were going to ask That's who did funny. it and everyone was just going to look at each other, so. That's great. I mean, it's, it's pretty, it, yeah, it was sick, man. I, I loved seeing those days. Man, I remember I was like six years old. The one guy, Paul Morkel, said to me, he was like, yeah, I think you're stripping today. Like, you're running across the beach, and I was six, man. I was like, That's heavy. and I'll never forget, like, thank goodness there were, like, these chicks there that were just like, no, he's too young. Like, just yeah. let him cruise. Like, you know, like, look how cute he is. Like, don't do this to him, you know? And then he was like, sweet, I'll give you, when you're 10 years old. You got four years, You mate. got four years, enjoy it. And then when I got to 10 years old, we had, like, a big local event there. Yeah. Um, the Honorous Classic, which was, like, really well organized a surfing and bodyboarding event okay. and like the boys took that serious because that was yeah. like competition on home turf yeah, and, yeah yeah and i remember like the one of the biggest like locals gibby duvall at the time um he i had him in a heat and he was saying to me like if you beat me i'll look after you and you won't strip you'll you'll oh if he, you beat him if, if oh, i beat good. him in this heat like, okay that's good it'll be sweet okay if i lose i'm stripping today uh-huh and um and yeah, you. the rest will just fall into place. And how did you go? So I beat him. Oh, yeah. And I was like, and he he let me rats tell him. Like, that was no the deal. No way. So, and I was so nervous doing it because I knew it was coming back to me. Like, <laughs> and I remember hitting him and everyone was like, no, you have to do it again. It was too soft. And I was like, okay, sweet. Like, did it once. And I was like, oh, that's coming back. Look at this one. But, um, yeah, that's Crazy. a sick one, that end ball. Yeah. So it's just a good vibe around there, man. The guys that's are cool. naughty guys are getting arrested but it was it was harmless arresting it was, yeah yeah it's harmless you know so that's amazing and it was also cool like growing up you knew like if there was ever trouble those guys had your back like, yeah 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 if, if I was anywhere in Amarnas and I was like man like these guys are bullying me or yeah. whatever like that's it'd be a phone call away and these guys would be there to sort it out yeah, you that's know? cool so I mean that was also cool it was like a brotherhood more than more than anything else yeah that's great that's great and it's yeah I don't think you see it in many places in the world I think many people right like in in this day just care about themselves eh? and they're just well I know. think I think really any of the localism I've experienced in the last few years has been not about um, a local community looking after each other and having that kind of 
internal yeah. competition and you know that kind of internal initiation for the sake of it. But you know, I'm 35, so yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. not getting rat tailed yeah. on the yeah, beach. Yeah, exactly. You know? But I do get what you mean. Like, there's definitely something that's changed. Yeah, even if I just look youth. at yeah, and if I just look at it at home, like I see the kids there, like just a lot more disrespectful. Like yeah. you know, just man, like just got the like. There's mindset no of if anything happens to me my mom will take you to court like you yeah, know like yeah. it's just there's just no um ground fundamentals to be worked on anymore it's just yeah you know and i mean it's sad but it is what it is and yeah i think now it's just that mentality like oh well, whatever i don't care about the groms like we'll just yeah, do exactly. our thing and they and it's it sucks because yeah they would learn a lot more about the sport if they were just you know we'd be way more willing to help them and yeah i mean it is what it is and I mean that's for them to decide. You yeah, know, there's exactly. a lot of there's a lot of good kids yeah. in there. There's still good guys that are. How's the scene growing in South Africa? Like the next generation. Yeah, I mean it's pretty slow at the moment. Like I know, in the town that I've come from, there's there's definitely less younger bodyboarders, and I think it's purely just because guys are just trapped in the party scene. Like it's. Oh really? Yeah, it's just like. Is it drugs as well? Are yeah, there drugs yeah, it's in definitely that? definitely drugs and. Uh, yeah, just alcohol abuse and yeah. I mean, it's it's more fun to be social on a Friday night than to be up early surfing on a Saturday and I think yeah. that's the mindset that's kind of just changed the whole generation. Yeah. Know? I mean, also I think it's just people just I understand, man. It's really difficult to make it in South Africa. Like to yeah. come from South Africa and say you want to be a pro bodyboarder, good luck. Like, yeah. you know, that's that's a tough decision to make. Yeah. Cuz for you to actually get the backing, you're not yeah. getting it from South Africa. Nah. Like Ian and Jerry and myself, like we've got lucky because we've got international sponsors, like yeah. board brands that are helping us out. They're yeah. paying us in dollars, which is not much to them, but to us, it's like sweet. We can we can travel off that. You yeah, know, our living wow. expenses are real cheap here in home. Yeah. Like we can do this. Yeah, guys in South Africa, they first need to go overseas and compete to pick up a sponsor, which is going to cost them a lot of money. Well, I noticed that a few guys, um, like Wes and um, and uh, Wilder. Yeah. Came, came over on the on the tour like on 2017 I think they really put a good year in yeah and that was that them doing that step yeah exactly that's basically you know, that, it, that right? was the big step I think um, mom and dad I know like um, yeah they just needed to get the financial backing from somewhere and yeah. just have a go know, it's almost like an investment from the parents side like okay sure. you want to do this we'll have help go, you out and goes. if you don't make it we can't support you doing it you know yeah. like that's just and I mean, it's 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 so hectic because I mean, those those guys rip, you know. It's just yeah, like yeah. if they had more experience on tour, totally. they'd be making heats. Yeah, yeah, they would. It's just like to try to do everything in one year. Nice. You have to be really like ready for it, you know. Yeah. Like, and I think it's it's it's, it's a, a year that they have up. to do it. If they don't do it in a year, they're not getting the backing again. Yeah, because it's know? a big a big a investment, big investment right? yeah. 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 Rand's so weak to the dollar. It's like. Yeah kind of crazy to try to think yeah, that your parents exactly. are going to support you doing it you know exactly but so but all in all like I mean a lot of there's a lot of stories about South Africa about its challenges and about it's like you're kind of hinting at a few of the challenges now you know like a weaker currency yeah you know if you want to do good in something international you kind of need to get that outside support yeah, not, yeah. you're not going to get it internally yeah like I mean how how challenging is it in South Africa I mean you hear some horror stories but yeah. How bad is it? Is there is there hope, or or do you see it as a relatively hopeless situation you, like that? You see, like we don't. It's it's sort of it's an uneasy situation. We don't know where it's going. You know, mm. like it could go either way. But 
at the moment it looks like it's going the wrong way you know okay. like it looks like things are just there's there's too much um, just almost like hatred between different religions cultures and yeah. just like you know they just can't see eye to eye and yeah. it's you know it is what it is there's a lot of poverty overpopulated not enough jobs and yeah. it's just guys just you know take it out on each other and yeah i think it's it's kind of kind of hectic man we have quite a big thing which is like the farm murders which are going down now yeah and um yeah man that's taking a big toll because our farmers are what producers in south africa you yeah know? like we've got really good wines good good fruit which get exported and yeah i think like it's it's a really big thing for us to have be taking a toll on our farmers like guys are getting brutally murdered so literally just, farmers being just, murdered yeah and just land grabbing you know? yeah that's right. what's happening we, we murder you guys and we just take your land like and people just you know we'll, they'll never hear about who did it or what happened and yeah. we'll just act ignorant and we'll just start Crazy. living here you know and but then that land becomes unproductive land right yeah, like it's not like they're setting up shop and exporting well, they, no they're not really educated on farming farming yeah, yeah. Is, you know it's not just get there and start plant some stuff and see what happens yeah you know so it's it's kind of it's kind of it's it's crazy man and i, yeah. I don't really understand why it ha like there aren't any consequences to it because yeah. it's man it's it's blatant murder it's yeah like someone is turning a blind eye you know yeah, someone's yeah. going like oh that's not actually happening so there's a corruption yeah there's a in, corruption in somewhere that yeah. you know and it's it's crazy man yeah. like if if it, were, if it was murder in any other like department or whatever it would be a big story yeah but because it's like farmers and it's got to do with land people just turn a blind eye and it's like oh mm. that never happened it's not happening here like in the city and this is so you you're more acutely aware of this because where you come from it's more connected to the farmers or well, like how does that work no really it's just like it's not it's not difficult to notice like yeah, there's sure. there are posts being made and like but i mean social media can only go so far mm. someone up there would like in power would have to take that social media awareness yeah, and use it. it you know and and um that's not happening you know there's <laughs> there is the the awareness but yeah. it's just not being used it's not nothing's being put into place to yeah. stop it so I think, yeah, that's and and man, it's it's some places in South Africa are scary, man. It's it's yeah. not it's not all fun and games, but there are the places where it's just such a beautiful country and like you can go there and have no problems at all. You yeah. Know? Um, but uh, there was actually a UFC fighter recently, Michael Bisping. Yeah. Came to South Africa to Cape Town and he was he was mugged by like. 10 guys and he said he just felt hopeless like no matter how much training he has done in his life wow these guys just intimidated the shit out of him and yeah, it's purely right. because they have their own language which first you don't understand yeah 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 and these guys are just going like oh look at him he's lost he doesn't know where he's going like and they're just circling him and you know eventually he had to just break away and run and found his hotel but he was saying like it was there was nothing he could possibly do there was no wow. You know, you don't know if these guys have knives or what's, what's yeah, going exactly, on. Yeah. And it's it's hard, man. I was I actually when I was 17, I, I was mugged really badly. Yeah. And basically, I had to beg for my life, man. Really. Like, guy put a knife to my throat and basically just said like, um, yeah, you white people have been getting along with way like getting away with way too much. I should kill you right here. Like, you know, it's our time now. Like, fully just. Basically, I was almost like to the point where I was like, man, I'm gonna have to fight back because he's gonna kill me. Yeah, anyway. he's gonna kill me. Yeah, you know. And it was in a bathroom, in a mall, like really? crazy, man. Like, 
like a daytime like 6 p.m wow. like just i was just waiting for someone to walk into the bathroom just and help it was just you. nothing yeah. happening like you know they just locked me in the toilet like in the cubicle and just ran out and yeah that was Crazy. that and and that that was like the reason um I sort of started a lot of boxing and it was in the beginning it was just to get rid of frustration you know yeah 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 get rid of frustration um i was just really angry after that because i mean begging for your life is not something i don't think anyone should experience you know it's not no it's not, <laughs> it's it's not, not something i've had to do yet yeah so i mean yeah. it's for a 17 year old kid to go through that it's like pretty tough and yeah yeah so i started boxing and then it was just like a frustration thing and i was like oh i'm actually kind of liking this yeah. like you know and then i was like Sort of turned the mindset to like maybe trying to not be an easy target ever again like yeah. learn some sort of self-defense yeah. um so then I, I went into that field uh, got some boxing trainers around yeah, yeah, home yeah. some friends that are really like sa champ boxers yeah sort of fell in love with it and then i started seeing like how beneficial it is to my surfing like yeah just the fitness in it is it's that, crazy they, i don't think there is a fitter person than like a, a trained pro boxer or martial artist like and the, so the this amount. now forms the, the largest part of your cross training that yeah. you do is yeah. that it exactly and I, I just find going to the gym really boring so like yeah, me for too. me to do high intense cardio within another sport and yeah. I can do it right at home where I've set up a gym and got friends that come over there and it's really yeah. easy and keeps me busy yeah I go surf on the low tide if it's too high just go train in the garage and yeah. then go back on the low tide and cool. You know, it's, it's something to keep me busy there. It's keep me out of the party scene and yeah. keep me out of, you know, doing no good. <laughs> I don't and, think um, you're a guy that's going to do no good anyway. Yeah, yeah. But, Here um, we go. Look, Davis Blackwell. Now you had a look. Um, I, th I think it's also just because I've I've seen those guys go into that and I've just avoided it completely. Keep myself busy and just, yeah. you know, stay away from, from trouble, I guess. What does, um, what's the typical routine? Is there like a go-to routine that you do? with your training that you can yeah. maybe map out for the listener or the viewer well if that's still recording i don't <laughs> even know well yeah i think like so basically it's a lot of surfing you know like yeah. that's 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 the main thing but if there's no waves i want to either be outside doing something or boxing and boxing is just something i found that i can keep my heart rate really high yeah, for yeah. a good amount of time you know mm. and it's it's something that's i mean over amount of time you just you just start increasing the rounds and it's just so easy to to get into you know and it's mm. something that you feel it, it helps your discipline first yeah, of all yeah, like yeah. boxers have really crazy discipline they do um, and then it just helps your confidence level like on another yeah. thing like I'm walking around I don't feel too scared like yeah. you know it just helps you have a little bit more of an edge than just walking around with your tail between your ass and yeah, yeah. You know, feeling vulnerable um, but before I was here I was doing like say 15 rounds or three minutes right i have this thing that i do quite a bit too where say i'm boxing for three minute rounds yeah. i'll have three minutes uh, like 30 seconds of boxing normally and then for the next 30 seconds i hold my breath while boxing oh and then 30 seconds of recovery while boxing like keep breathing light, light bit yeah light yeah punches, yeah yeah and then i just hold my breath and i sort of just incorporate things that would help me in bodyboarding you know breath right. holds and i think the paddling and the being able to recover quickly is really important in totally. bodybuilding. Totally. And uh, that's that's something I've noticed in boxing that's also like, you know, it, it it's helps the same you thing, a lot, right? Yeah. yeah, like. And um, yeah. yeah, other than that, I just do a lot of bodyweight training. Um, okay. I've got like a pull up bar in the garage and mats that I do all my things on. And I've started venturing into jiu jitsu a bit, yeah. which I'm really enjoying. And just the, 
the the mindset of just being stuck in tough positions and having yeah. to get your way out I think yeah, yeah, yeah. helps the bodyboarder and the surfer and yeah for sure you know it's 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 really just an ego breaker too like yeah for someone to beat you up a bit it, I mean yeah so you have had some sparring and stuff yeah, like yeah, that yeah. as well yeah there's nothing more humbling than getting punched in the face you know yeah, it's like yeah. I know if, if, you, if your ego is getting ahead of yourself getting punched in the face definitely gonna sort you out exactly, you know? exactly. and the same in jiu-jitsu it's like you're just tapping you know you yeah. rolling against guys choked. that are way better than you and you're getting yeah. choked and you just have to be okay with it's a good experience getting choked I actually yeah. think it's like a really good one because you do there is the freak out like yeah. I've done a little bit For of martial sure. arts as well and yeah. like I actually went back to the dojo I trained at when I was like 20 when I was back in Australia like this yeah. year and I just went in for one night on the mats with them and it's like a mixed martial art um, yeah. thing and you know like we're doing a bit of karate and we're doing a few other things and then we got to jiu-jitsu and it's like shit yeah this hurts like i had like the sorest you know i was choked out so like not completely out yeah, yeah, but like yeah. getting choked doing different chokes and stuff yeah. and i was like shit this is hardcore yeah man and like my instructor would probably make me tap like 10 times in three minutes you know it's shit. like something it's like you just feel he's a black belt so you just feel powerless you know yeah. like, but i mean it's man That's it's heavy. so much fun and i think like I have a goal of wanting to be a black belt one day in Jiu Jitsu. Yeah, okay, like, cool. And um, it'll take me years, take yeah, me much yeah. longer than, but I've started while I'm younger and I've, yeah. you know, bodyboarding is still my main sport, which I, that's why I, I don't do it as much as I would want to. And um, about the wave just said, I was like, thought we we're going to get caught. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, don't, okay. I don't get to do it as much as I want to, and I need to be really careful about which gym I go to to yeah. avoid injury. And guys need to know I'm not there to be a trained fighter. I'm yeah. there to just, you know, learn and enjoy myself. So, yeah, yeah it's really important to just find a nice gym, I think, and yeah. uh, avoid injury is obviously the main goal, and just keep learning, man. It's yeah. like an, it's an everlasting learning cycle. It's just like you could, you know, you're never gonna master it. Nah. Just, there's always something to learn. Like even like the, my black belt instructor just doesn't feel like he's learned enough you no. know and he's you know no i think <laughs> and i think learning. that's the type of um ego check that comes when you get a black belt you don't believe you've learned every you're not yeah, yeah. you're not the man yeah look at this one this where are these guys sitting i'm i'm frustrated look at this one. <laughs> that's a good one yeah that's sick nice yeah ball. you'd be smiling if you got Ooh, that these waves are getting real close Okay, I think well, we I think we have a bit of this bump here yeah, just we've got to that save bump us. To save. But um, so with the with that because you know there's the training aspect. So I guess what you're saying for anyone listening or watching is like this boxing training is like really really applicable to competitive bodyboarding or just bodyboarding in general. Yeah, right? absolutely, That's why you do absolutely. It. It's just like there has to be a, um, you need to be doing it for the right reason. You know what I mean? Like I'm not I'm not training boxing to be hardcore to like walk around feeling tough. You know no. what I mean? Like. Because if that's what you want to do and you want to go to a boxing gym, you're going to get shown up. Like yeah, guys are yeah. doing that every single day for years. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. don't try to think you're a professional boxer. Yeah. But um, if you're there to work on your fitness, yeah, 100% it's going to work. It's going to keep your heart rate high. Yeah. At it for you know a good amount of time, and that's, I mean, that's what we want. You know. That's, exactly. And if you're having quick breaks between that, that's the a recovery. quick recovery. And man, you, you it, the strengthening out of it, you'll get out of it is. You know, almost like if I just do boxing, it's like you, you, you just feel good without doing any other training. Yeah. Like you, you're burning enough calories to just, you know. Yeah. So I guess then, then you just add on to that and you start doing 
other sorts of training on your down days. Maybe you want to go to the gym and do some things there, a lot of stretching, do yeah. some yoga, whatever. Yeah, so you um, do mix it up with some of that other more, because a lot more bodybuilders seem to be more focused on the, on the yogic, stretching yeah, side yeah, of yeah. things maybe some I, inter interval work yeah see, see with me it's like i stretching has been one of my pet hates yeah. like since and i think i don't know man like since i was young i've always tried to try to do it but the pain is something like oh to me i'd rather go run 10ks and stretch yeah, yeah, for yeah. you know that's just my mindset yeah me you too know, which i'm trying to change and I'm, I'm slowly working on it and you know but it, it is what it is and that's just one of my weaknesses i have to work sure. on Sure. Um, but yeah, man, it's it's all just about balance, you know. Like yeah. for me, because I've always loved sports. Yeah. It's really difficult to put my work ethic into bodyboarding because sometimes the waves are just really bad, and you don't have waves to, you know, to work with. To motivate you to yeah, get out just there. Just to motivate and. Yeah. So for me to be able to still use my work ethic in something else and just be training hard and still feeling like I'm being productive. And yeah. I need that. Otherwise, yeah. I'm. I don't know what I'm doing, you know, like, yeah, sure. so, um, yeah, I think that's another thing with boxing is like, I can just do it anytime I want. Sure. Like if I'm like, oh, the waves are bad now, like it's Stay not good, the just go to training or. And, and have you, I mean, you mentioned that part of the re the initial reason for getting into boxing was that it was about feeling a bit more prepared in the real world. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever had to use it? I've, I've man, I've had situations like <laughs> that have. I think might have escalated into something if I wasn't as confident. Yeah. Because the thing is, the guys look for vulnerability. Yeah. That's what they look for. Like, yeah. I can tell you the same thing with that UFC fighter that went to like Cape Town is that they saw he was vulnerable. Yeah, right. Like for him to not know what they're saying and yeah. just like, oh, like super lost, they saw he was vulnerable and yeah. just started breaking at him. Like, yeah. Like if guys now like start asking me for money and I say no and they start, you know, like hustling me. Like you stand your ground and you're like, listen, man, like, piss off, you yeah. know, like, and they, they can see that. They, yeah, they, they can know, see they, they, they know immediately, like, if this guy's willing to, you know, throw down, throw down or if he's, <laughs> he's going to end up giving me his money, you know, so exactly. I think there's definitely some situations where I've avoided that completely. Yeah, right. And, um, but no, I've never, never, thank goodness, had to deal with another mugging like I did when I was 17. Yeah. And um, I still don't know what, what would happen if I had to go through that again because. Sometimes it's a little too late, you know. Like if a guy's yeah. got a knife to your neck and he's grabbed your collar, not much you can do. do you know, you, I mean, you're not. It's not worth dying over a cell phone. So nah, nah. It is what it is. If you can just learn to be streetwise and you, yeah. you know use your confidence to avoid it. Yeah. And then assess the situation and see if you are able to throw down. Then throw down. If not, get out of there. You know, yeah. like. So I mean, it's. It's all just, you know, living in South Africa, I think I just don't want to be another easy target. Yeah. And I think if you've got some training, that confidence is already like a big help. I definitely think, like I've never had to worry about walking down the street yeah. and getting mugged ever in my whole life. Like, yeah. So what you're talking about is extremely foreign to me as, yeah, a, yeah, exactly. as a guy growing up where I grew up. Like I never, I never had that worry in my mind ever. Yeah. Um, but I do, I, I definitely relate to the, the confidence boost that comes from the martial arts and, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. and that kind of ego check that yeah. you can get from it as well because you know like you know me well enough like I can I can think I'm pretty good for a second or two and I yeah, agree yeah. that there's nothing like a punch in the face that can, yeah, yeah. can put you back in your place pretty yeah, quickly. Fully. <laughs> but yeah and I think um, man if you're growing up in South Africa there's a really good chance you're gonna get mugged at some yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, 
and if I can do anything to prepare for that again, yeah, by all means, it. I'd do that. You know, yeah, I, I'd I'd love to be able to act hard in a situation like that and really yeah. give the guy what he deserves. But yeah. it's, it's it's sometimes just not worth it, man. Nah. Like it's not worth it. Nah. If you can avoid that situation, absolutely. If I can avoid a street fight, absolutely, I'm yeah. gonna avoid it. Yeah. If I really have to defend myself, I'm gonna try. You yeah. know, like. And you got the skills and some tools now in your toolbox to deal with it. Yeah, and I think sometimes guys just misconceive the perception of, you know, like someone that's training isn't always training to be hard and like nah. they just, you know, like some. I I love martial arts. Like yeah. I, it's like my second passion, pretty yeah, much, yeah, to bodybuilding yeah. now. Yeah. I love watching it, and I, you know, I love learning about it, and yeah. it's it's something that keeps me sane. You know, sure. It is. It's really good mental training, and yeah. it's just something I think I'll do for the rest of my life. Yeah, totally. I'll be bodyboarding and doing martial arts on the sideline. Yeah. It's something I really enjoy. That's cool. Yeah. Well, look, to wrap up, I mean, let's um, let's talk about the year ahead from here. Like, what are some of your, um, I know that you don't have the goals in the competitive arena, but what are your plans? You know, what, what are you planning for the rest of the year? Is there a bit of a roadmap? Yeah, well, well the thing is like, with the tour being pretty busy now, the, the second end of the year, like, yeah. I mean, if you're not here to try win a world title, you shouldn't be here, you no. know what I mean? Like, that's, obviously that's the end goal, yeah. you know? I, I think I've put in the work and I'm ready to chase it, but it's not, I don't think it's something you should really focus on. No. It's something you need, because that just brings the nerves, right? Like, really focusing on a goal and to try achieve that brings yeah. the, the nerves. So that's just always in the back of your mind and you just, Doing what you do best, yeah. you know. You're just trying to outsurf the guy in your heat. It's For not, those it's, minutes. It has nothing to do with. I think if I if I get trapped in the the mindset of really chasing a title too hard, I'll just wig myself out. Yeah. So I'm just and I'm just going with it. End of the year, end off in front on. Maybe stick around Europe for a bit and see what I do. Um, yeah, or I'll just go back home and for summer go fishing catch some fish yeah, we didn't touch on the fishing but I think we'll save that for another podcast yeah, yeah. but but um but look thanks for sitting down yes yeah, good to yeah, finally chat yes yeah, sick bro hopefully the waves aren't too loud for everything but I hope all of you enjoyed it um I was just pointing at the camera for the podcast listeners yes yeah, but um but yeah good luck with the year I mean I, I've I've had my predictions you're high on my list for one of the winners yeah thanks. I, I think you had a good year last year and I I, I think that like well, did you actually have any goals last year? No. No, you just turned up and served. Yeah. Well, that's good because it yeah. worked. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I think it's a, it'll be interesting to see how it all goes. I mean, it pains me to think that another South African is going to be world champion, <laughs> but you know that what no one else is doing. <laughs> I don't <man>. know. <laughs> and I mean, it's I mean, George, George and Louis are always surfing well, and and Davis is in the water now, so hopefully he makes it out of this heat yeah and and can throw his hat in the ring at this event at least but yes but yeah i think south africa's really shit you guys are dominating now and it's um <laughs> it's cool yeah. but it's also kind of annoying but good luck the weirdest good luck messages I've yeah ever got, i know thanks, I, had to, bro. I had to do it weird <laughs> Okay, let's go.